Ikaw ang aming sandigan. Jesus, ang kamatayan mo, ang ganap na kagalingan. At sa mga oras na to, marami kaming pagdadalawang isip, marami kaming sakit, marami kaming pighati, Panginoon, na nararamdaman, pagkihirap na kinaharap. Lord, nagdadalawang isip kami sa posibilidad, Panginoon, ng pwedeng mangyari, pero alam namin na hawak mo ang lahat. Hawak mo ang mundo. Hawak mo, Panginoon, ang buhay ng bawat isa, ikaw ang gumawa. At kung merong eksperto, ikaw ang eksperto, Panginoon. At mananatili kami, Panginoon, na mangmang sa harapan mo. Kahit ano pa ang ma- 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 magawa namin, Panginoon. And today, Lord, we pray and we ask, Lord, for healing for those people who are right now suffering and are sick, Panginoon. For those who do not feel anything in their body right now, God, sa mga asymptomatic, I also pray, God, Lord, that you will relieve them, Lord, from this virus and you will heal the whole world. Alam ko, Panginoon, na isa, kami, Panginoon, sa maraming nananalangin sa inyo tungkol dito, pero alam namin, Panginoon, na hindi ka bingi, hindi mo kami iiwan, at hindi maliit itong tinig na ito, Panginoon, sa inyo. Sa oras na to Panginoon, tulungan ninyo ang bawat isa, bigyan ninyo ng kapayapaan na nanggagaling sa inyo, kagalingan, Panginoon, na hindi namin maiintindihan. Ikaw ang sumpungan namin, Panginoon, at ang pag-ibig mo, Panginoon, ang iyong pananagutan sa amin. Yun ang pinanghahawakan namin, Panginoon, isa kang Diyos na umiibig at hindi yun nagbabago. Salamat sa kagalingan ng lahat, Panginoon, sa mga kapamilya namin, sa mahal namin sa buhay, sa amin, Panginoon, na malamang sinisipon, inuubon, hilalagnat, o kung ano man yung nararamdaman ngayon. Panginoon, nagsasama-sama kami na naniniwala na ang kagalingan ay hawak mo. Sa pangalan ni Jesus, Amen and Amen. Today po, um, we are marking the start of our uh, of, of our year with a vision. Amen. And as you can see po, it is Jesus our banner. And we are getting it from 2 Corinthians chapter 4. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, binasa po sa kanina ni Sister Cyril. And alam niyo po, napakaganda nitong bahagi na ito ng Biblia. Uh, isa po ito sa mga sinulat ni Apostol Pablo. At um, some attributes, no? Uh, halos kalahati ng bagong tipan ay naisulat ni Apostol Pablo. While seven out of all of this, 13 books that is attributed to him are confirmed to be his writings. While some are said to be connected to him. Um, bakit po mahalaga na pag-usapan natin to? Hindi ba? Bakit kailangan natin magkaroon ng isang direksyon para sa buong taon? Ito po yung bahagi natin bilang isang simbahan na ito yung lalakara natin sa buong taon. Ito yung gusto natin na maging um, prinsipyo. Ito po yung gusto natin maging isang prinsipyo at yung pagkakatawag ng Diyos sa prinsipyo na paghawakan natin sa itong, darating, itong, itong dumarating na taon, 2022. And we are going to read it again, but only in verse, up, up to verse 12. It says here, if you can assist me with uh, the PowerPoint, ang sabi niya dito, is that therefore, since it is by God's mercy that we are engaged in this ministry, we do not lose heart. Sino pong excited sa, sa, sa gagawin ng Diyos sa 2022? Amen? And if you are, alam na po, nakikita ko kayo dito, at parang ngiti nyo pa lang ay makakapagbigay lakas na. Ayan. At ang sabi niya dito, In verse 2, we have renounced the shameful things that one hides. We refuse to practice cunning 
or falsify God's word, but by the open statement of the truth, we commend ourselves to the conscience of everyone in the sight of God. And I would like to emphasize this part in verse 3, ang sabi niya, and even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. In verse 5, for we do not proclaim ourselves, we proclaim Jesus Christ as the Lord and ourselves as your slaves for Jesus' sake. This is where Jesus, our banner, came from. We proclaim the truth of Jesus Christ as our Lord. In verse 6, for it is the God who said, let light shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. In verse 7, but we have treasure in Klesars, so that it may be made clear to us to be made clear that this extraordinary power belongs to God and does not come from us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be, be made visible in our bodies. For while we live, we are always be, being given over to death for Jesus' sake so that the life of Jesus may be made visible in our mortal flesh. In verse 12, so death is at work, is at work with us, but life in you. Um, ito pong uh, kabanata na to yung pag-aaralan natin sa susunod na apat na linggo. And uh, today, the title of the message will be The Veiled Gospel. Pwede po ba natin yung sabihin ng sabay-sabay even though you are muted right now? It's The Veiled Gospel. Alam niyo po, ang kwento na ito ay um, sige po tayo muna ay manalangin. Panginoon, salamat sa inyo sa umagang to. Buksan ninyo ang pusa at isip namin. Tulungan ninyo kami magkaroon ng pasensya, Panginoon, pagsusumikap sa bagong platform na ginagamit namin sa Zoom. And we pray today, Father, that Lord, you will be with us and that your spirit, Lord, is not limited, but Lord, let it work into everyone's hearts right now. Open our hearts and our minds, Lord, to your glory, Lord, that we may absorb the knowledge of the glory of Christ. And that, Lord, truly, we will be able to proclaim that you are our banner, Father. You are what we proclaim here in Lighthouse. Thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Alam niyo po, yung daloy ng kwento nito is si Pablo. Is maraming best na po tayo nag-aral ng Corinthians. And we know that in the book of Corinthians, is um, I would like to remind everyone, and also siguro sa mga hindi nakakaalam, is that, there is a discredit no, na ginagawa kay Pablo pagdating dito. What we mean by discredit is sinusubukan siya na alisan ng kapangyarihan doon sa, sa ginagawa niya. Okay? Sinusubukan siya discredit sa simbahan ng Corinth, ng Corinth during that time. And it is, I think, because of some major factors. Let's say that there are three factors. Sa isang relasyon o sa ganong problema, malamang meron tayong tatlong factor. Eh. Tama ba? Meron yung... Um, Sa setup na yun, meron yung um, taong tatanggap sa paninira. Tama ba? Tapos merong naninira at saka merong sinisiraan. So those are the three factors. Tama po ba? 
I know many of us have experienced this and I know you have your first-hand experiences pagdating dito. Pero ganito yung eksena sa pagkakataon na yun. So let's try to look at these three things. No? The first one will be the church in Corinth. Titingnan natin yung tumatanggap ng problema natin tungkol sa paninira. Alam nyo po, yung church in Corinth, it is actually, formerly, bago pa itong makuha ng mga Romans, is Greek center sa. So meaning, being it Greek, alam naman po natin na ang naiisip agad natin sa Greek is yung literature nila, yung mythology nila. You know their gods, their goddesses, and the story behind it. Diba? Iliad and Odyssey. At meaning, matalino sila. At uso sa kanila yung pagkocompare, actually, ng isang tao sa kabilang tao dahil matalino sila eh. So, they have their own preferences. And in one of the book, in one of the stories in Corinthians, there was this episode na, di ba ang sinasabi nila is that para ako kay Apollo, ganyan, para ako kay Paul, ito, ang, ang leader ko ay si ganito, ang leader ko ay si ganyan. Kasi the problem is, namimili sila. I am finding it na mas mahusay ito eh. So, siya yung susundan ko. So, the Greeks are actually high when it comes to their intellect and they are, um, they have their own preferences. Now, um, that is the situation of the church in Corinth. Kaya, parang pag pumunta ka ng Corinth, tapos may sinisiraan, hindi sila basta lang hindi makikinig, but they will listen to, di ba? Makikinig sila at sasabihin nila kung ano yung nasa isip nila. At i-weigh in nila kung ano yung sinasabi, yung factors dito at yung factors doon. So they have that. Hindi sila yung basta maniwala kayo dito at maniniwala sila. They, they are a thinking church. Nag-iisip sila ng mabuti. So ngayon, kinikilatis nila yung leader nila and that is how it will happen. That, that's how it happens for them. The people de- themselves have their own preferences and qualifications. So here comes the second factor, yung naninira. Okay? At yung naninira naman, they are the false teachers. They are actually Jew, um, um, they are actually Jewish, of Jewish origin or Judaizers. Medyo leaning sila, hindi sa kwento ni Jesus, kundi dun sa kwento ng lumang tipan. At yun yung ini-enforce nila. And they are trying to wed it into a different way kung paano to itinuturo ni Jesus at ni Pablo at ng mga disipulo ni Jesus. So, during this time, Um, yun yung kalaban ni Paul no? <laughs> sa kwento ng Corinth. At pinagtatanggol niya yung sarili niya dito sa simbahan through his letters or through the epistles. They are proud of three things. Number one, of their Jewish origin. Number two, is that naabutan nila si Jesus. Kilala naman natin si Pablo. Iba siya. Diba? But their knowledge about Jesus is uh, they are considering it to be more effective And number three are the spiritual gifts. Um, they brag because they have this and for people who seems to be wise and smart, alam nyo po yun, parang somewhat agreeable. Parang maniwala kayo sa akin ang sinasabi nitong false teachers because we know Jesus better and we know Jews better and we have these spiritual gifts. So, ngayon, para tayong nasa tindahan, di ba? Na parang namimili tayo ng bibilihin. That is the situation of the church in Corinth. Will I believe to Paul or to the false teachers? And lastly, the last factor on which I would like to focus on, or we will focus about, is this, this last 
of the three relationship. Meron ka na nung tumatanggap, meron ka na nung naninira, at yung huli is yung sinisiraan and that will be Paul. The proclamation and the qualification of Paul. You know, Paul is disqualified and I am going to the first point on this part, but Paul is disqualified because ang sabi ng mga false teacher, and these are the accusations of Paul, of the false teachers to Paul. Ito po yung mga akusasyon nila kay Pablo sa pagkakataon na to. Unang-una is that Paul do not have a letter of commendation. A letter of commendation. Alam niyo po, yung letter of commendation, kasi pag binasa natin yung 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, dito po natin ito makikita lahat eh. Yung, uh, kasi um, sa lahat ng kabanata ng 2 Corinthians, Binibigyan ko lang po kayo ng background. Sa buong kabanata ng 2 Corinthians, lahat yun actually ay sulat ng pagtatanggol ni Paul sa sarili niya. Napakahirap, di ba? Sumulat sa ng isang libro para sabihin maniwala kayo sa akin. <laughs> And he is being disqualified by these people. And so Paul is writing a letter of defense. Because there are some definite accusations to him. And we will be discussing at least three of these accusations. The first one is the loss of the letter of commendation. When we say letter of commendation, ito yung sulat that they are being sent by someone of higher authority to a certain church. Parang, kunyari ako, ipapadala ko yung isa sa mga pastor natin. Alam niyo po yun, we have some young pastors here in our church and I know you are uh, seeing them also. Sabihin natin si Sister Cyril, di ba? Kasi total nakita natin sa kanina. Papadala ko sana ng oh, ni Pastor Neil at ni Pastor Clement, ipapadala si Cyril ng tawi-tawi. Ganyan. At alam niyo po, bago ipadala ng tawi-tawi si Cyril, and I'm very excited no pag pinadala si Cyril doon. And <laughs> pinalalayo eh no. Ina-joke lang po. Pero pag pinadala si Cyril doon, most likely susulat no sa mga kakilala doon na iba pang mga pastor at ipakikilala sa at sasabihin, si Sai ay maaasahan. Pwede po siyang ganito, ganyan. And we believe that he, she really knew Christ. Para siyang recommendation letter. Referral letter. And ang problema kay Paul is, wala siyang ganun. So there is no one commending him. There is no one referring or recommending him. Walang nagpo-prove no? na si Paul ay mapagkakatiwalaan o si Paul ay totoo at isa sa mga kasama o isa sa mga disipulo ni Kristo. That is the problem. Interestingly, pero interestingly, alam niyo po, ang nagsimula ng simbahan sa Corinth ay si Paul. Siya yung nagsimula. Now, these people na pinagsimulan niya ng gawain ay nilalagay rin sa tanong. Alam niyo po yun? Because they were exposed to some of this community some of these false teachers. And because, alam nyo po yun, matalinong simbahan yung Corinth and they ought to believe more. Parang mas mapagkakatiwalaan ito, mga ito, kesa kay Pablo. So they tried to look and to be engaged into um, a greater exposure, then they failed to recognize and they disregard Paul as their founder. So napakahirap po ng sitwasyon ni Paul, di ba? So Paul here in essence is being questioned because he is not accepted by the standards of many and no one is recommending him. Just imagine kung gaano kahirap na ipinagtatanggol ni Paul yung sarili niya. Being asked, bakit walang nagre-recognize sa akin? 
Diba? Paul might be in those questions right now. Bakit walang, walang recommendation? Bakit walang letter of commendation? And people are asking also, Pastor, kaya alam mo to? Parang siguro siya sabi nila kay Paul, no? Ah, kilala mo ito? Kilala ka ba niya? Um, your connections, your network, possibly. Pero alam niya po madali itong makita sa ganitong bahagi, you know, na parang um, it will be a defense of the church as well. But no, the invitation of the message, I think, is um, we may be thinking that uh, Pastor Dave might be giving us somewhat a, a, a clear list of qualification and disqualification, especially to the people in the church. But let it be further than that, ano po, thinking about the possibility ng application itong mensahe na to sa buhay natin. When do we disqualify or when do we qualify ourselves? Kailan po natin kinakwalify at dinidisqualify yung sarili natin? When do we recognize someone as Christian and when do we do not recognize someone as Christian? When do we say that we are qualified and when do we say that we are disqualified? And alam nyo po, this is vital in our theme, no? In our theme and in our direction, Jesus, our banner. This is Paul's proclamation, but it is being refuted. Ang proclamation ni Paul, I am preaching about Jesus. I am preaching about Jesus. Pero alam nyo po, walang naniniwala sa kanya. Because of the issues and concerns, disqualifications that are being thrown at him. We can put a lot of slogan. Pwede po tayo maglagay ng maraming slogan at ng maraming mensahe ilagay natin sa labas. Jesus, our banner. We believe in the truth of Jesus. Pero alam niyo po, si Paul, kahit yun yung sinasabi niya, walang naniniwala sa kanya. Bakit? Because one will always tend to verify your message ng nakaayon sa nakikita nila sa'yo. Tama ba? So they do not believe on the message of Christ in Paul's life, not because the message itself is not good, but it came from someone who is disqualified. Are we getting the point? Walang mali sa mensahe, pero may mali sa nagdadala ng mensahe. Yun yung sinasabi nila. Kaya nagkakaroon ng grasp yung false teachers kay Paul. Kasi they are disqualifying this person who preaches, who claims to preach the truth. So Paul says, Jesus is my banner. But, ang ibinabandera ko dito ay si Jesus. But the false teachers are saying to him, pero sino ka para magsabi nun? Were you ever asked the same question? <laughs> Na you are being put into a corner asking kung um, asking kung kanino ako kukuha ng qualification? Kung kanino ako kukuha ng recognition? Alam niyo po yun, wala namang nakaka-recognize sa ginagawa ko. Kristiyano ako, pero feeling ko, hindi nila ako kinikilalang kristiyano. So, ang tanong na susunod is, kristiyano ba ako? <laughs> kristiyano ba talaga ako? Parang hindi ko nakikita to. Tapos, pag uwi ko pa nga ng bahay, sasabihin ko, galing akong church. Tapos, pagdating ng weekdays, ang sasabihin sa akin, sabi mo, kristiyano ka, pero bakit ganito? Pero bakit ganyan? 
Or some might be putting at us, or, or sometimes we are being put into this confusion. Nandito tayo sa confusion na to because people are failing to recognize us as who we claim to be as Christians. Alam nyo po, hindi ko to sinasabi ng parang ang sinasabi ko sa inyo ngayon is magbago tayo para yung proclamation natin is maniwala sila. But here comes Paul. The story of Paul is very different. Kasi sa storya ni Paul, walang mali sa mga sinabi niya. At wala ring mali sa buhay niya. It's just that sometimes, really, that people will fail to recognize you. That's what I am saying dito. That sometimes, even if we pursue being the best Christians we can be, there will be a failure of recognition sometimes. You will not receive a letter of commendation. But Paul here is saying that even though I don't, uh, even though people fail to commend me, even though I am not commended or referred by anyone, or even though I am not recognized, I will preach the truth anyway. If we will read the whole of Second Corinthians, we'll get to know the full account of this. But you know, let it be a comfort for us today that Paul was questioned the same. Tinanong po si Paul ng parehong tanong natin minsan sa buhay natin. Si Pablo ay tinanong ng parehong problema natin. Because sometimes we are discouraged, amen? Because parang walang kumikilala o walang nagsasabi sa akin na ganito o ganyan. And baka nga hindi totoo o baka na-confuse ka na rin lang dahil nga wala. No. But Paul was questioned the same. If you are true, why does everyone fail to see and recognize? Have you ever niluto niyo na ba yung katotohanan sa tanong na yan? Kung totoo, bakit walang nakakakita? And Paul was asked of the same question. And he might probably say, siguro nga hindi ako totoo. But you know, Paul continued to preach. And Paul actually has written a whole isang kabuuan ng sulat, isang libro, just to defend himself that even though you won't recognize me as true, I know I am true. So the first disqualification case you know, for Paul says that he is not recognized. So that's the first thing. Recognition. Does recognition disqualifies you, you know, to tell the truth to take Jesus as our proclamation. For the next, alam niyo po si Paul, among other apostles, Paul is quite different. Iba kasi si Paul eh, compared sa ibang mga disciple. He is a Jew, and actually he has a good Roman background. At mataas yung position kasi nito ni ni Pablo eh. So, hindi siya katulad nung ibang mga disciple na humble, ganyan, o sinundan si Jesus mula sa simula at tinawag ni Jesus. But you know, Paul came after the resurrection of Jesus. So, hindi sila nagtagpo ni Kristo. And in a sense, alam niya po, hindi lang siya basta hindi nakatagpo si Kristo, pero Paul is actually the exact negative eh. Talagang kabaliktaran sa nung kristyano at nung disipulo na gusto nating makita. Bakit? Kasi, if you know Stephen, 
si Esteban ang isa sa mga nag-approve no ng isa sa mga nag-approve ng ng death or ng ng stoning kay Stephen ay si Pablo. So meaning hindi lang siya basta isang um, passive na hindi nakakita kay Kristo pero isa siya sa mga pumapatay ng mga taga-sunod ni Kristo. He is a killer, he is a murderer of the followers, persecutor no of Christianity in his early days. So if we will think about it, Saul is disqualified. Hindi ba? At napakadaling iba to sa kanya to ng mga false teachers. Ng mga kalaban niya. At sasabihin na, hindi nyo kasi kilala si Pablo eh. Alam nyo ba si Pablo? O kaya nyo si Esteban. Si Esteban ang pumatay doon si Pablo. Wow! Si Esteban? Eh si Esteban, kilalang kilalang disciple yun ni Lord. At ang pumatay doon, ito? At sasabihin niya, sana? So wag na, wag na lang nga kay Paul. Hindi namin alam tong pas ni Paul na to ah. Diba? Alam nyo ba, si Pablo ay yung, yung past niya, hindi naman talaga sa kasama ni Jesus eh. Hindi nga sila nagkatagpo ni Jesus. Ang sinasabi niya lang is isang araw, dumaan ako sa road of Damascus, tapos biglang may lumiwanag, nabulag ako at nakilala ko si Kristo. And who would believe that? You know, so Paul is being disqualified because first, He is still incorporating, the false teachers are still incorporating him to his past. Since, pumatay siya eh, nagkamali siya. Nagawa niya to o nagawa niya yan. Pangalawa, hindi naman niya nakita si Jesus, so people are disqualifying him. Hindi niya nakadaupang palad. Parang wala din siyang approval ni Jesus, you know? All he had was an isolated encounter in the road to Damascus. Kaya, alam din natin, pagkatapos ng road to Damascus, alam niyo po yun, di ba? Nakita na ni, ni Paul na convert na siya. Maganding story of conversion ni Paul sa Acts. Alam niyo po, pagkatapos nun, ang interesting doon ay wala nang iba kundi pagbalik ni Pablo at nung nakita siya ng mga disipulo, may ilan sa kanilang hindi welcome si Paul. Hindi kinalala ng ilan si Paul. Alam niyo po kung bakit natatakot sila kay Pablo. So, hindi talaga welcome si Paul on the first parts because hindi nila makalimutan yung mga nagawa ni Paul sa mga unang bahagi. So, let's see this question in our life and sometimes the disqualification case for us, Christians. And it is the second point, past. Walang nag-recognize at yung susunod, walang okay na past. We are discussing this because before we say that Jesus is our banner, alam niyo po, wala namang problema sa mensahe. Minsan lang, wala talaga tayong lakas ng loob para sabihin yun dahil alam natin na walang maniniwala sa katotohanan na to dahil nakikita natin minsan yung sarili nating malayo sa katotohanan ng sinasabi natin. And Paul were fronted and Paul is faced with the same question. Pastor, how can I say that Jesus is my banner if I am the one who persecuted the faith before? If I have negated, rejected, contrasted, if I have fallen out of what is true and what is right, if I sinned, if I murdered, or has done great and grievous mistakes in my life, How can I proclaim Jesus? 
come to think about Paul during this time, how defenseless he might be in being asked about, no? Sino ka ba? Baka nakalimutan mo kung ano yung mga ginawa mo dati. Di ba? Or a more direct question or a more direct demand would be hindi ka dapat dyan dahil kilala ka namin. Paul was asked the same question and Paul faced these hardships. Paul might also experience, you know, the insecurities from those who have experienced more. A better Jewish background. Siguro na-insecure din si Paul kasi ay, yung ibang mga apostol, grabe eh, nakilala nila si Kristo, nakita nila mismo. Habang ako liwanag lang, habang ako nabulag lang, and right now I am proclaiming that um, I'm, I'm a disciple of Christ. Paul has this very distinct or unique connotation to him, the apostle to the Gentiles. Kasi si Paul talaga yung hanapin natin yung labing dalawang disipulo, hindi natin alam yung nangyari sa iba, pero alam natin yung nangyari kay Pablo sa dami ng itinayo niyang simbahan. But this one who started it, alam niyo po yun, sana nagsimula nito, ang sabi, probably a point of his life might be saying, Oo nga, mas matagal na sila dito eh. Mas alam nila, mas mahusay sila, mas magaling sila, mas marami sila. And Paul might be saying, bago lang ako. Mas matagal na sila, alam na nila yan, hindi na nila ako kailangan. Or a more closer look is mas mahusay at mas magaling sila. Kasi si Jesus mismo yung nagturo sa kanila eh. Sino ba naman ako? Paul faced his past probably. But anyway, he continued. Paul is being disqualified because of his past experiences. Have we ever asked that question in our life, thinking about it? No? Who am I to proclaim? Jesus. And I know, alam ko po, Um, na marami sa atin yung walang problema pagdating sa, sa sinasabi. Ang gusto lang natin minsan is maging tagapakinig. Tama ba? Sa sinasabi, naririnig natin, alam natin, pero nakakaproblema tayo sa pagsasalita. It is because of this, probably, that we have many cases for disqualifications in our life. Meron tayong mga um, mga, mga bahagi na dinidisqualify natin yung sarili natin. But I am going to end with this point and we will read um, uh, verses 7 to 9 again. Ang sabi niya dito, but we have this treasure in clay jars. I don't think that I have that in our PowerPoint. I'm sorry. But sige, balikan natin yung verses beforehand. At ang sabi niya dyan, or you can see it in our chat, nandyan po sa chat, Sinesend ni Sister Nat at ang sabi niya, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side but not crushed, perplexed but not in despair, persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. Alam niyo po yung pinakahuling disqualification ni Paul? Why he should not be heard? The case for him? Ang sinabi niya, nilong mga tao sa kanila. Bakit kaya ito sinasabi ni Pablo sa kanila? Na yes, um, 
Afflicted kami sa lahat ng bagay. Crushed kami. Persecuted kami. Forsaken kami. Struck down kami. You know why? Because the case of these people tells, tells Paul na ang sinasabi ng mga taong to sa kanya. Sino ka para magsabing ang Diyos ay mabuti kung nakihirap ka ngayon? <laughs> kung nararamdaman mong iniiwan ka, sino ka para magsabing kristyano ka? Kasi the people are seeing the life of Paul and they are saying na hindi yan yung buhay na kasama si Kristo. Alam niyo yun? Parang ganun yung sinasabi ng mga tao sa kanya. You're disqualified because, ayun o, malapit ka nang mamatay. Hirap na hirap ka na sa buhay, Kristiano. And that is the case for them. No? That is the case for them. That Paul is being questioned that if you are true, why are you experiencing all of that? Kung totoo yan, and Jesus is really your God, and Jesus is your proclamation, Jesus is your message, bakit yan yung nararanasan mo? And that is the last point. Your current experience. Your present situation. Let's bring it closer to home. Some might be asking us, akala ko ba Christian ka, pero bakit may sakit ka? Bakit nahihirapan ka? Bakit ka nasasaktan ngayon? O bakit ka umiiyak? Why would you experience joblessness? Why would you experience struggle, pain, lack, sadness? Bakit ka pinagkukulang ng Diyos kung totoo ang Diyos sa buhay mo at totoo yung mensahe mo? Bakit ka nakakaramdam ng lokot, ng depression, ng pagbagsak sa iba't ibang bahagi ng buhay mo? Where is your God? And where is that God you are trying to proclaim? So during this time, this is one of the questions and the guys for Paul. This is the hardship that he is experiencing. Grabe po, di ba? Alam niyo po, for once, I, I've been struggling about this. And ang nasa isip ko, nung nasa bahaging yun ako ng buhay ko, how would I say that Jesus is powerful? Jesus is rich? Jesus can bless me? Jesus wishes a good life for me? Kung yung buhay ko naman ay walang maipakitang kakayanan. And little did I know that it is very experienced. It is already experienced by Paul. Kine-question siya, bakit ganyan kayo kung ang pinoproclaim mo ay isang Diyos na mapagpala at isang Diyos na nagpapagaling? Kalaw pa nagpapagaling? Eh bakit may sakit? How hard might it be for Paul to face the challenges? Tapos, alam niyo po yun, hirap na ni Paul, si Paul sa mga challenges na tinatanggap niya, tapos double kill pa siya kasi sasabihin sa kanya yung mga paghihirap na yan. Diba? Parang ay katunayan ng hindi mo pagiging totoo. Can you see na yung ginagamit mismo yung paghihirap niya para pahirapan pa sa And how can then he say that Jesus is who he preached? Who would believe Paul if this will be the case for him? Hindi po ba? Who among us experiences this today? Sino po sa atin nakaka-experience ito sa araw na to? Natatanong minsan na, di ba Christian ka? Tapos ganyan buhay mo. Pero wala naman tayong magawa, hindi ba? Sadyang mahirap yung buhay. Sadyang nagkakasakit tayo. Or minsan, mas masakit pang sinasabi sa atin, di ba? 
Nagsimulang maranasan mo yan nung nag-Christian-Christian ka eh. Okay ka naman dati nung nag-Christian-Christian ka. Parang sumalungat sa buhay mo yung proclamation mo. And you know, I found many points in my life that I am faced with the same question. And I know many of us would the same share feeling too. But is this really the obstruction and an excuse to proclaim the truth? Pero ito ba talaga ay legit? Alam niyo po yun. O katotohanan at valid excuse for us to proclaim what is true. Ano po ba talaga ang totoo? Diba? But one thing we can hold on to is that we are proclaiming the truth. We are proclaiming the truth. And we are not the truth. <laughs> we are not the truth itself. Ano po ba talaga ang katotohanan? Ako? Saan nila kukunin yung katotohanan? Ako yung pinakikilala ko. And sometimes we really have to get a straight answer that alam kong hindi ako ang katotohanan. Ang Diyos ang katotohanan. And minsan, hindi kailangan magparallel. Alam niyo po yun, and we can see it in the life of Paul. The challenge sometimes for us is to strive for these things. Pero alam niyo po yun, kailangan natin tanggapin minsan na hindi lahat magpapatas sa kung paano natin gusto mangyari. Kahit ganong proclamation yung sabihin natin na ang Diyos ay mayaman, darating at darating tayo minsan sa bahagi na nawawalan tayo kahit mayaman ng Diyos. So, would it be a good disqualification case for us to proclaim Jesus as the truth in our life? We'll read this last verse where we will end. And I think it's in the PowerPoint. In verses 3 to 6. I love how Paul described the gospel. Ang ganda po ng proclamation niya ng gospel dito. At ang sabi niya dito, and even if our gospel is veiled, kaya po veiled gospel yung title. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In verse 4, in their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For it is the God who said that light shine out of darkness, who shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Now, I would like you to focus in these verses and medyo maging critical tayo pagdating dito. Alam niyo po, yung word na veil, on the original language in Greek, it is kalupto. Kalupto. And it occurred for eight times in the whole Bible, in the New Testament specifically, but this means to cover full access or to hinder full access. To heed or to conceal in order not to be revealed. So hindi po to parang veiled na ipinangtakip sa ulam para hindi kainin. Alam niyo po yun. But it is, um, it is veiled in a way that it is not easily seen. Concealed sa pero nabubuksan. Hindi lang sa basta nakikita sa isang tinginan. That's what it means by the word veiled. Yung takip na sinasabi dito, kalupto, ay hindi yung tinakpan para hindi magalaw, pero ito yung conceal na ang ibig sabihin ay mabubuksan, ngunit dadaan sa ilang proseso. Why do I have to say this? Kasi po, ang ganda nung sabi niya dito, 
Mako-compare natin yung verse 4. Actually, you will see that I removed verse 5. Kasi mako-compare natin yung verse 4 at yung verse 6. Sabi niya dito, parang sa unbelievers yung unang message. Sabi niya, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers. Sabi niya, to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Tapos pagdating ng verse 6, sabi niya, for it is the God who said that light sign of darkness who shone in our hearts. to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. What does it mean? Sabi niya dito, yung Diyos ng mundo, tinakpan o binulag yung isip ng mga hindi naniniwala. Pero si Kristo ay binuksan ang Diyos, binigyang liwanag yung puso natin para makakita. Ang galing po kasi, ang sabi niya dito, Binulag alin ang isip. Pero dito sa pangalawa ang sinabi niya, anong pinaliwanag ng Diyos? Yung puso ng bawat isa. You know, Christians do not do not judge by their minds. You know? Christians are not qualified by the judgment of the mind. But it is of the clarity of their heart. Madali po nating isipin sandali na disqualified ka dahil dito, dahil ganyan, dahil ganyan. Dahil ito yung nakikita mo at ito yung pumasok sa isip mo. But you know, ang sabi ni Lord John is bibigyan niya ng liwanag yung puso ng bawat isa na totoong sumusunod sa Kanya. At magkakaroon tayo ng capacity. Sabi niya, paano? Paano natin ma-unlock yung knowledge to give the light? Paano natin maiintindihan yung katotohanan? It is through Jesus who will shine in our hearts. Are we getting this? What does it mean? Alam niyo po yun. What I mean with the veiled gospel is that the truth might not really appear into your life right now, but remember that the gospel will be veiled to those who do not know the truth. Some might say na, para kang hindi kresyano, but that's okay. Because it will really take time for them to discover the truth in your heart. Because the gospel will be veiled to those who do not have Jesus in their hearts. So people may judge you, People might say that you are disqualified. False teachers might say that you are not good enough, that you cannot be recognized. But anyway, the gospel will be veiled to those who do not have Jesus in their hearts. You know, Jesus sees the heart and He is shining in our hearts that we may see the truth. Your situation might not look like two Christians right now. Amen? or might negate the truth of Jesus in your lives right now. You might be sick right now and people will say, kasi hindi ka mabait eh, hindi ka mabuting kristyano, hindi ka totoong kristyano. Hello? Si Paul naranasan lahat ng paghihirap, meron nga siyang sakit na hindi natanggal sa kanya hanggang dulo. Pero, nagbago ba ang katotohanan? Nasa kanya ang katotohanan. Are we understanding this? And ultimately, you will see Jesus. Kung tagapagpagaling si ang Diyos, Eh, bakit si Jesus Christ needs to die? Why? Because the gospel is more than what the eye see. Ang, ang, ang mensahe natin ay higit sa nakikita ng mata. Amen? We understand not with the mind, but with the heart. And it is God who will enable us to see the truth, the knowledge of the glory of God, in the face of Jesus Christ. 
There might be unparalleled. You might be disqualifying yourself right now. No, pastor, I cannot preach that Jesus is the banner because my life wouldn't represent it well. Disqualify all they can, but it is God who will shed light to the truth in our hearts. Amen. Amen po ba? So we might be experiencing a disqualification because of our past, because of what people say to us. There might be disqualification because of our current situation. But it won't stop us from proclaiming the truth. Allow me to pray for you. Lord, today we pray and we ask, Lord, that you will be with us and that you will strengthen us in order to proclaim the truth in our lives. Though we are disqualified in every sense, God, and people might say right now, God, that Lord, wala nga talaga. Tingnan yung buhay namin ngayon. Tingnan yung nakalipas namin. Tingnan yung pinagdadaanan kung nasaan man kami ngayon. And they will see in every side, Panginoon, Lord, that we are not worthy enough, Lord, to proclaim your truth, the gospel. But Lord, today, may we know, Lord, that kahit ganito yung sitwason, 